South Africa. Acknowledge me. Teresa Kanzi. Teresa Kanzi. The views expressed on this podcast do not It's time to engage the airstrike. The Teresa Kanzi airstrike. Welcome to the Tulisa Kanzi Airstrike podcasting from Cape Town, South Africa, the most beautiful city in the country. The Ivula Landon, the Ivula, the sitting in Mike M. Taneni, and straight into episode 68. Live on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Thank you, as always, for subscribing. Tell your friends about the Tulisa Kanzi Airstrike. Here's what's coming your way. Yo, listen, I am very disturbed by our granny's behavior here in South Africa, our land. I'll tell you more on that later. Also, I'll talk about Donald Trump wanting to bomb Mexican drug labs. I'll drop music from Obri Spitz and I'll pizza Musimone about hating on Dr. Musa. First, I get into Your Elders Were Dirty. And this week, we are listening to this song. Abbott, Shake You Down, released in 1986. This is a dirty song your elders used to listen to. Oh, the song is dirty. It sounds so lovely, but it is filthy. Let's go into the lyrics. Verse 1. Girl, I've been watching you. From so far across the floor now, baby. That's nothing new. I have watched you so many times before now, baby. I see that look in your eyes. Look in your eyes and what it's telling me. And you know, ooh girl, that I'm not shy. I'm glad you picked up on my telepathy. Now, baby. Verse 2. Ooh, I've been missing you and the way you make me feel inside. What can I do? I can tell you've got your pride now, baby. Ooh, come to me. Well, oh well. Won't you come to me? Let me ease your mind. Ooh, babe. I've got the remedy. Ah, 
Yes, I do. Now give me just a little time. Chorus. You read my mind. Girl, I want to shake you down. I want to rock you down. I can give you all the loving you need. I'm going to love you. Come on, let me take you down. Well, oh well. We'll go all the way to heaven. We are born like one thing I hate. Even though I am not a religious person, I hate the fact yokuba abasalibethu included heaven notiko in the manyalas. That I find to be very unacceptable. It is blasphemous. Do not involve heaven or utiko in the manyalas that you do here on planet earth. It is uncalled for. That is just plain wrong. It is of criminal activity. You deserve to go to jail for doing such things. Let me go back to verse 1 and find ukuba where the manyalas are at. Why do I say the song is filthy? Okay, I am going line by line, line by line, line by line. Oh, let me check this out. Kuko indawo that makes me very uncomfortable about verse 1. Ile part where Gregory says, "Girl, I've been watching you from so far across the floor now, baby." And itibani mna stalkers. Stalkers who are creeps. And tibana banda banje namna. No, 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 no. Do not stalk other people. They do not deserve to be stalked. Uyabona lendo yoba weird. And to stalk women while you are busy there on the dance floor is something that did not start with our generation. It happened way back in the 1980s. Bebe stalker napa. Tatako looked weird stalking umama ako. Uncalled for. Mandikangele enyindao apaku verse 1. Ooh, he says here, I see that look in your eyes and what it's telling me. And you know, ooh girl, that I'm not shy. I am glad you picked up on my telepathy. Telepathy and don't telepathy is manga. You know how it is. When you make eye contact with the opposite sex and you talk telepathically. Mm. I would love to smash that ass. And now you say I would love you to smash my ass. Ila telepathy lea. The reason why you have la telepathy when you look the opposite sex in the eye and communicate ngala energy. It is because your elders used to do it too back in the days and they still do it na namhlanje. Yeah. So these elders cannot be telling us that oh you kids the only thing that's on your mind is is sex amanyala it's in the music it's in the conversations you have with your friends etc etc as if bona such things did not occur when they were younger because e hormones yafan hormones are the same hormones never change hormones are always riding on that siafunana siabayelana masidlane type of vibe hormones have always been like that throughout all generations anyway i digress let me now look for the manyalas in verse 2 mm. kanjong line for line 
then the lines up but not as a lines the cocaine and the lines the lyrics nazi part 80 i've been missing you and the way you make me feel inside what can i do huh diskip and dekle part le ati let me ease your mind oh babe i've got the remedy hmm what is the remedy yintoni lo remedy and yintoni le that he has been missing about her and the way she makes him feel inside it ibenene remedy let me break it down to you i remedy kamanyala he's got the remedy the remedy comes with his 45 attaching with the vjj the kumeme ne and when those two things are combined they make him feel good inside and that's what he's been missing ukumbuli sex sex that he used to have with this woman qelela ngabazali bethu kemna i always look at songs in a microscopic way because when i do so that's when i unearth the c the tsi the sexual intercourse within the lyrical content and show you how filthy these songs were back in 1986 for example chorus you read my mind girl i want to shake you down i want to rock you down what does that mean itetha ukuthini lonto it could be a rough sex because ku 10 years i'm shake her down eh kaloku is sex i passionate it is slow motion there's no need to shake anyone down i rough that's when you shaking things down kengo i rough sex le i had no idea that our elders used to have rough sex back in 1986 bendiqinga mna i rough sex is something that started like in the late 90s bra yeah when when everything started to be fast because back in 1980 something things were very slow back then okuthi uthuka kuba hey hey there's evidence of rough sex back in 1986 hi bo when things were very slow back then by the way your rough sex can never be slow but let's not kid ourselves rough sex is rough sex and it is done in a certain pace and that pace is not slow it pace yeah rough sex is not slow see i has learned you and i know that very well hey yazi right now an idea just popped up hmm because i'm looking at this part yale chorus where he says i want to rock you down and i'm thinking to myself hey has done throughout my whole life whenever there's some type of political protest spearheaded by women they would always say you strike a woman you strike a rock gokundiyadibanisa man ukuba you strike a woman you strike a rock and then apha kule ngoma u gregory uthi i want to rock you down tizamu dibanisa ukuba ezinto ziyadibana na eh can't this political messaging was not about abuse it was about the tea i'm i'm talking nonsense i'm talking absolute nonsense please count that out 
You used to Niba e Cavella. You used to, you used to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oya Kumbulu Niba Cavella. Without secret socks. Niba e Cavella. Walking like you own the streets. When you were a cabella, I'm a catazza with dry. When you were a cabella, he's tenders as if we deal. Sawo Twebula and get cabella. Uspecheseka uaba. Twebula and get cabella. Uambunga tunesqueque. When you were a cabella, Amakataza we dry. When you were a cabella, is tenders as if we deal. You used to line up at a speed store just for a cabella. Line up at a speed store. Ustengele a cabella. When you were a cavella, Amakataza we dry. When you were a cavella, is tenders as it will You used to neighbor a cavella. Aubrey Spitz, cavella on the Tulisa Kanzi airstrike, taking us back to the days when a cavella used to be the ish. When everyone used to wear a cavella except myself. I was never a fan of that brand, I was never a fan of the shoe. It was just not me. Today, fake Gucci and Louis Vuittons are the new Cavellas. Today, Jordans are the new Cavellas. And yeah, look, even like right now, I'm not a fan of your Gucci's, Louis Vuittons and your Jordans. I've always been like this weird person who is always against the tide. Anyway, let me get into what piqued my interest in the past week. And you, 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 you. I've started to notice a very disturbing behavioral pattern from our grannies. The first time was with the Mamboy Saga, and recently it's been with Ramaphosa's kissing spree in Kimberley. Let's call it Palapala Mwah Mwah. What's going on with these grannies? Doesn't this behavior make you a bit uncomfortable? It surely does make me uncomfortable. If you remember a couple of months back, there was a video that went viral of Umamboy raping a goat. And then some of those grannies were like, Mamboy, I was like, whoa, 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 Makulu, what the fuck? What are you saying? That sounds so wrong on many levels. And then now, I saw the video of Ramaphosa kissing those grannies in Kimberley. And the way those grannies were so excited, demanding a kiss from a man. And they were just preparing themselves, licking their lips, getting ready. And then once they got a kiss from the president, my word, the excitement was in the air. So I was like, no, man, what's going on here? Everyone finds it funny, but I was like, Mm-mm, man, no, 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 no. There's a pattern here. What's up with these grannies? Why are they behaving 
the way they're behaving. You could see, Oguba, some of those grannies, they haven't had a kiss on the mouth in like 30 to 40 years. Judging by how excited they were after getting a kiss from a man. Remember, strip away Ramaphosa's title as being the president of the country and just look at him as a man. He's a man. And the way those grannies were just licking their lips and their mouths were drooling, no, uh-uh. it made me very, very uncomfortable. It was nothing to joke about, in my opinion. Maybe I'm just being too serious. No, I was just freaked out, man. The whole thing was weird to me. I can't look at grannies behaving that way. It is very disturbing. It's like certain hormones were activated after getting that mouth-to-mouth kiss from the president. You could see, man. Hey, this reminded those grannies of back in the days when they were still sexually active. That's why I was disturbed. Now, I have a way of looking at something and then just break it down into different departments and compartmentalize and just go to the fiber of the being and just look at what's really, really going on underneath the skin, underneath everything. That's why I came to the conclusion, okay, you know what? The grannies in South Africa, our land, are starting to make me feel uncomfortable. Let me move on to this story over here. It has to do with Coca-Cola changing Sprite's bottle. I don't know who still drinks Sprite, but maybe this information is relevant to you. If you have noticed, you no longer see the green Sprite bottle. It is now transparent. And apparently the reason why Coca-Cola decided to do this was because during the recycling process, green and other colored plastic bottles have to be sorted from clear ones to avoid discoloring the newly recycled materials. So by packaging Sprite in clear plastic bottles, these can be more easily recycled. They call it a eco-conscious move. Now let me tell you something. This is all BS. It is absolute nonsense. The thing about me is, I don't like to be made a fool. Like soon pata is this soon thing yelanjing is I hate that. It's one of my major pet peeves. I hate it when someone thinks I'm stupid. This has got nothing to do with being eco-conscious. This is Coca-Cola trying to cut costs by any means necessary. All global corporations are cutting costs. Sivelaku 2020, ne coronavirus yayo. A lot of businesses suffered as a result of lockdown five levels. Now, most of these major corporations are trying by all means to go back to their profitable ways. And for Coca-Cola's case, changing from the green bottle to the transparent bottle for its Sprite is one of those cost-cutting measures that they have to undertake in order to start maximizing their profits. It's got absolutely nothing to do with the environment. Do you think Coca-Cola gives a damn about the environment? They're all about profits. 
So to do away with the process of always having to sift through your transparent bottles to your colored bottles is going to save Coca-Cola a lot of money. That's one way of trying to remove something that is of unnecessary cost to the corporation. It's basically it. But of course, Coca-Cola employ a lot of people and they've got the money to do so. So they're going to hire some PR agency to come up with a story, a lovely story as to why they stopped using the green bottle for the transparent bottle. And this nonsense here, eco-conscious move is the best that they could come up with. It is absolute nonsense. They don't care about the environment to Coca-Cola. I thought I should bring that to your attention. Let me see what else piqued my interest in the past week. Ah, here you go. Trump wanted to bomb Mexican drug labs. This is according to an excerpt from a book by New York Times reporter Maggie Haberman. Apparently, Donald Trump asked repeatedly whether the U.S. could bomb Mexican drug labs as a means to stop drug trafficking into the USA. Now, here's, here's the thing, here's the thing. There has always been this conspiracy, Yokoba. In the 1950s, the elites were involved in drug production and trafficking in the USA with the help of the CIA, as it was apparently the quickest way to generate cash and fund their businesses and lifestyles. This is how some families became part of the prestige clique. Yep. Now, imagine if Donald Trump really got his way. Mexican drug labs were bombed. And this would be a partnership between the US government and the Mexican government. Great. Let's look at the impact it would have on society. Of course, a lot of parents would be happy about the decision. Most of their children would now start to consider going clean, going to rehab, and want nothing to do with drugs. Great. But on the other hand, there's a certain industry that would totally collapse, in my opinion, if this were to happen. And that industry is the stock exchange. <laughs> if you didn't know, now you're going to know. The drug use in the stock exchange is crazy. Traders have always, always been on that cocaine tip. Since I don't know when. Cocaine and trading have been synonymous. They go hand in hand. Traders cannot live without cocaine. This is according to research, by the way. So imagine how those guys felt pa, at the stock exchange when they heard Uguba, President Donald Trump wants to bomb Mexican labs. Yo, it was probably a total outcry. How dare he want to do this? Is he fucking crazy? We need to outvote that fucking president. That president can't have a second term. No ways, he's fucking crazy. Traders use cocaine like no one's business. But Keshem, 
most of them don't even become addicts. They know how to use cocaine, those guys. They use cocaine in a very smart way. They don't use cocaine like your normal drug addicts. No, 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 no. no. It's like they use cocaine to elevate their awareness, their productivity in the workplace. Because being a trader, especially in places like the New York Stock Exchange, it is very demanding from what I hear. So that's why some of these guys decide to fucking use cocaine in order to cope and be much more productive. So when I came across the story, that's the first place I thought of, the first industry that came to mind, the stock exchange, traders, guys in Wall Street. How the fuck would they cope in a world where there is absolutely no cocaine? Because former president Donald Trump decided to bomb all Mexican labs. I promise you the markets would have crashed real bad. Imagine a recession caused by the collapse of drug trafficking and production. Jeepers. Are you about to host a party at a club, chisanyama or restaurant and you want to DJ with mad skills? Well, book Tulisa Kanzi for a lit DJ performance and hear something like this. Email tulisa.kanzi at gmail.com and let's get the party started. All hail for the Lord Commander of Complaints. No, the North Africans, they are always bullying everybody. Always. They bully referees, they bully everybody. They don't want to lose. They are going to lose tonight. We beat them fair and square. Do we want to justify how many times Kerchis win with the, with the referee's mistake? The Baroka players disrespected Madisha, which was not good. And most especially is the players who are on the bench, who are sitting there. They're disrespecting somebody who's playing whilst you are sitting in the cold there in the stands. So, what are you being so mostly worried about? Once again, my fellow black people are projecting their failures and self-hate on another person. I can't understand why some people are bothered by the way Dr. Musa professes and reassures his love for his wife, Ulizel. What's the issue here? Are they bothered by a brother whom publicly loves his partner without the fear of thinking it might end in tears? Or is it jealousy that how come another woman is loved so madly by her man and not me? Maybe that's what some women are asking themselves. Have people not been brought up in a loving environment that they are just waiting for Dr. Musa's marriage to hit rock bottom so they can say, yeah, it's because you are overdoing it. I know Dr. Musa personally. He's my former colleague. The dude is the most generous, kind person who's full of energy. There was never ever a dull moment where I engaged with him and he was in a bad mood. He was always in a great mood, very energetic, positive vibes only. That's the way he is. So what you're seeing on social media is not him putting out a certain persona and trying to portray his life as being perfect. The dude is like that. He's always happy. He's always full of energy. 
he does not deserve the treatment he's been getting in the past couple of months simply for showing everyone the whole world the whole country that he is in love with his wife and it's not the first time he's dating a beautiful woman well point of correction he's now married to a beautiful woman the dude always had a beautiful woman by his side it's not the first time i remember back then he was dating this other medical student i think she's she's colored curly hair afro very beautiful yellow bone that's 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 him and at some point i think he also dated utuli pongol the type of woman that a lot of men are crying over right now bam khalel bam fun musa used to date such women it's not the first time he's dating such a beautiful woman uh-uh, he's used to that i think most of this thing stems from jealousy there are a lot of women in south africa our land who would love to find themselves a guy who would show how much he loves her publicly post about her every day whenever she posts a picture on social media he goes crazy in the comments section the way dr musa is doing right now a lot of women in south africa crave that now some are showing it in a positive way by expressing how loving it is to see another man do what dr musa is doing and then there's some other women who are doing the whole thing negatively through jealousy they like you know what if i would date a guy like umusa i would probably cheat on him what nonsense is that no because he's overdoing it overdoing it to who for who is he married to you no he's not is he married to lizel yes is lizel complaining no she's not so how is this your problem i bet you it is only a handful of people who are just negative towards dr musa's love for his wife the majority myself included i appreciate what the brother is doing this is great this is really really great i just feel like umtu must just go back to themselves and just deal with their internal issues it's not my first time i suggest such a thing people are out here running away from their own internal issues and they taking it out on other people such as dr musa in this case umtu clearly didn't grow up in an environment a household where there's a mother and a father and they love each other they hug each other in front of the kids they kiss each other in front of the kids utata treats umama kakuhle umama treats utata kakuhle and everyone in the household treats each other with love and respect we have to admit that based on our history as black south africans we are not used to that it was a handful of families who lived such a life where there's love and there's no dysfunction in the household maybe this is why dr musa's love for his wife is weird towards some people maybe this is why some people are jealous of the brother but at the end of the day for me how people are treating dr musa is sickening with that said that brings me to the end of episode 68 
of the Tulisa Kanze airstrike. Thank you very much for tuning in. I am back again next week for episode 69. Remember, whatever you do, never ever lose the child in you. Adios amigos and bonita damas. Can, can, can the airstrike.